Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Men in Blazers ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Join Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 3 million members. You can win up to 25 times your money by picking more or less. Download the app today and use code MIB for a first deposit match of up to $100. During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Your dream setup, amazing prices, and free shipping await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. I'm Ian Dark, and you're listening to Men in Blazers, sub-optimal radio on the Grantland Network. Oh, it's incredible! You could not write a script like this! From Bob Lee's panic room in the crap part of ESPN's massive studio complex in the crap part of Copacabana Beach crap part of her name is Rio. It's the Men in Blazers podcast. It's the Copa das Copas, Devo! It is the Copa das Copas. Perhaps the greatest World Cup ever. Oh, it is, Devo. Do you know why? Why? It's the World Cup of bald men. It is the World Cup of bald men. Yeah, I mean, Chile coach. Pitbull. Iron Robin. Dodgy Flapper. Michael Bradley. Oh, not in the face. And Mike Tirico. Oh, Tirico is... The high priest. Yeah, Tariko is a man. New religion, Rog. It is a new, with which we will talk in this podcast. It's yeah. also the World Cup of CONCACAF. Hear us roar! CONCACAF has become the SEC of proper football. It's also the World Cup of MLS. It's a very It's the World MLS-y. Cup of... It's so MLS-y. It's so the World Cup of an MLS. I'm now going to call MLS two MLSs. Yeah. It deserves to be two. It is plural. MLS squared. I mean, it's yeah. meant to be an elephant's graveyard, but no one told Clint Dempsey. Yeah. No one told Timmy Cahill. Yeah. Costa Rica, three, Uruguay, one. We told, uh, we said World Cup, don't score too soon. Yeah. To cover that one. Unless you're England. But I'm worrying, that I, even amongst all the glory, all the goals, all the rambunctious play, I've got a little worry, David. Which is? When do we find out this World Cup's match fix? It has not been fixed, Rog. FIFA, we would never suggest... FIFA. That FIFA. We would never suggest yeah. that FIFA are fixing games at the World nope. Cup. All nope. we are suggesting is that if there are a rooms full of writers in Bern and Gestad Probably and Dora... Damon Lindelof sitting at the head of that table. If they are there, they've done an unbelievable job. Yeah, we don't know if Cup, you exist. And you really don't like England, but you're doing such a good job, we'll take that. Yeah, it is. And, you know, last night we had a Copa das Copas night, Davo. Yeah, we did. Oh, great night. We went we to the Marriott Rod. We had a sesh. On the lash. A drinking sesh. On the lash. On the lash. Went out to meet B in Sports uh, at K Murray. Some people very worried that, like, ESPN talent, which we're now perceived as, Rog. Talentless. Um, uh, going out with B in Sports talent. We love K Murray. We, we love think all she's people. brilliant. She's a top. Well, of all races, person. religions, top and television broadcaster. Stations. She's got amazing football IQ. She's got a great sense of humour. And a uh, great night with her. Uh, your Nike soccer friends came over. Those great, are great guys. Great Super Julie Foudy. I saw you order more wine when they came over. So I did because I knew it was going on their room. <laughs> Super Julie Foudy uh, showed up, had a drink with us. And then Kay called over, former Chelsea AC Milan Holland star. One of my heroes, Rog. Rude Hullet. Uh, one of the greatest footballers I've ever seen play. And... Uh, 
legend. I had no idea the sense of humour on this man. Basically, all we discussed were his favourite 1970s and 1980s sitcoms and, and, bands. and bands yep. that he loved. And he's hilarious. He grew up on the vaguely racist Ain't Half Hot Mum. Yeah. The overly sexist Are You Being Served. Yeah. Uh, he sang Kajigugu songs for half an hour. Yeah. And then he departed. Yeah. <laughs> it was so great. There was a highlight, live highlight of uh, Rude Kulit basically saying, hush, hush, I die. That was yeah, great. Yeah, hush, hush, I die. Yeah. It would be like going out with Joe Montana, legend Joe yeah. Montana, and instead of him talking about Dwight Clark and the catch for the millionth time, so yeah. he's so bored retelling it, he just says, you know, I love Julie from The Love Boat. Yeah. I, lo- I love Philadelphia's top band, the Hooters, <laughs> and that's what makes this the Corpus Das Corpus. There was a moment in that night when you were sitting yeah. in between yeah. Super Julie Fowdy, the first woman to play in MLS, and <laughs> yeah, and Kay Murray. Yeah, and you looked over at me, and it was like I was, happy. I was looking at Boswell from uh, <laughs> Charlie's Angels. You looked that, that bloody happy. We've had a great time with the yeah. ESPN guys. Yeah, we have to say, Mike, Tariko, Tariko. What a man. The high priest of Teresa is in our new religion, which we're starting. Yeah. He is so happy. You know how they say about television, it makes you look bigger. He actually seems less happy on television than he yeah. is in real life right yeah. now. Yeah, and he seems a little less nice on television than he is in real life, because he's so <sighs> nice. He's so nice. So we've started this religion. A downside, a lot of you will see it as a negative. We did to begin with, too. It's pagan religion. Yeah. But... And it's all based in Bristol, Connecticut. Oh, it's amazing. We're still working out the rituals, the rhythms, the values, and kind of like the whole, the, the, the kind of hymns. But do you know the thing. thing about Mike Tirico? And the thing I do, believe, I do believe is a tenet of Tariqoism. What is a tenet of Tariqoism, David? You must always know what to say. And you say it, imagining a countdown clock in your head, back-timing you till the end of a segment. Back, he's always back Every time. time you ask him a question, you feel him in his head going, 10, 9, 8, 7. And he does a callback to something early, and he just hits out mm-hmm. on one with just enough breath to get the black up. He, he the wears pyjamas that say on the front, it's like a T-shirt that says, always back-timing, no jeep, always like back fixings. Timing. Yeah, like, back always back-timing. I love Julie Fowdy. We love yeah. her to her. To her, she's like America's Kate Middleton. Yeah. We love her. And Lalas... He's also like royalty, isn't he, David? I can't decide. He's like the gingy half-brother, Prince Harry. Lalas is... He's a fascinating man, Rog. He's... I would say he's almost gentle. He seems so harsh on television sometimes. Do you mean he's simple? Always, he's always good on... Simple. No, I don't. Lalas is always good simple. on television. I know there are people out there who don't like Lalas, but what I like about Lalas, and I'd say this as a television producer, is every time you go to Lalas, he brings you something. He brings you something. He gives you something, gives you an opinion. You know how he feels. So you're on a set. You're another panelist. You're a host. You're a viewer. It goes to Lalas. You know he's going to give you an opinion. He's going to say something. And I love that about Lalas. But he, he cuts quite an intimidating figure. He's a large man. He's strong. He's got huge, great pies for hands, Rog. Massive hands. But he's quite gentle. He's quite sensitive. Yeah, he's a, he's a lover. Yeah. A balladeer, a poet. He's got a new album that's come out. It's on yep. iTunes. Um, I can't say a lot about it. We are going to review it yep. one of these weeks. Oh, Maybe we'll have wait. him come into the We're have panic play room and play a, a live. Yep. We'll do him unplugged. Unplugged. Um, another worry I've had, Dave, yep. been, and I brought this one up on the boot room, but we yep. couldn't really talk about it in the form that we would normally talk about it on no, Grand we Land's had podcast. to censor ourselves. We had to be a little bit censored on the boot room. So if you hear us sometimes being a little careful yep. about what we're going to say, we have to be a little bit censored. I have a very big fear, thanks to my mum. Yeah. What is it, Dave? You're afraid of the Brazilian walking spider. <laughs> 
We, we, we're very big on bananas. Big on little bananas. Oh, they're small bananas. The bananas are very, very small. Tiny. We took, we've established our love of the tiny child snack size bananas, which they're are tasty. everywhere here. They're so tasty, the tiny bananas. And we talked about them on the last podcast. Yeah. And my mother sent me a very, like, highly time sensitive, it said on it. And I opened it, and it was about the Brazilian walking spider that secretes yeah. itself on the tiny bananas in local yeah. corner shops. Uh-huh. And it, she said, here are the ten top facts you need to know about the world's and in caps, most toxic spider. Yeah. Um, the first one was the Greek name Phenutria actually means murderess. Murderess. Yeah, an indication of its toxic bite. They don't build webs because they don't have to. They don't need webs, Davo. They kill people. Who needs a web? They walk the floors of hotel rooms at night looking yeah. for prey. Yeah. Goes on and on and on. If they kill humans. They these... kill humans. They do, They David. don't even bother with insects. They're like, <laughs> no, we're over insects. Yeah, they're not interested in it. And, and number eight of her top ten was this. Yeah, the spider's bite can cause an unwanted re- erection in men, sometimes lasting for four hours. Now, when I first <laughs> read that, I thought it said the spider's bite can cause an unwanted reaction but it definitely says erection in men. First of all, but, I can't believe my mother word, wrote erection in well, the no, email. I also love the fact that the words unwanted and erection are there together. Juxtaposed. Juxtaposed. That, do you know that's why an it's o- an oxymoron. I know, it's not an oxymoron, because do you know how this uh, erection ends? It ends with you dying. <laughs> it's an erection that kills you. Can you imagine the panic? You must how have. did he die? <laughs> he was killed by his erection. I mean, it's quite a way to go. I mean, honestly, Rog, it's quite a way to go. Hey, Dave, uh, we've talked about this. Dave always used to want to go in his sleep. That's how he now, wanted That's how he wanted Now it. I'm happy. Now I'm eating as many mini bananas as I possibly can. That's a way to go at your funeral. Well, he died. Poor. <laughs> Thank you, oh, Brazilian walking great. spider. Um, to the football. To the football, Rog Braz. Let's pretend we're opening the Guinness now. Oh, God, what I would do for a Guinness right now, Rog. What I would do for a Guinness. A Guinness, a Guinness, a small banana for a Guinness. Oh, oh David. Brazil oh. and Mexico. What game? Brazil, Mexico. What a game. We were really concerned after the first Mexican game when we the whole world was introduced to the world's greatest wet manager, Wet Herrera, who yeah. works so well uh, in the rain, under Miguel flood, Herrera. Under heaven's opening conditions, he's we, unstoppable. We were really worried about what kind of a manager Wet Herrera would be in dry conditions. You, you remember him? He's the one that's like the World Cup's Rob Ford. Yeah. Till hilarious. But he was amazing. Mexico worked so hard in this game. I thought they actually edged it, Rog. Uh, even though it ended up being a scoreless classic. Yeah, you were very concerned about Wet Herrera. Yeah. We, you made a little list of things that are only good with water. Yeah. Ramen noodles. Yeah. A tea bag. Yeah. A humidifier. Uh-huh. And Wet Herrera. Yeah. But we learned in this game against Brazil that Wet yeah. Herrera is actually amphibious. Mm-hmm. That he, he like operates, a platypus. Yeah, he operates both in water and on dry land. Frog, toad, newt, salamander, Herrera. Yeah. He coaxed an amazing performance out of Memo Chair. Yeah. What a performance. Jennifer yeah. Beals will play him in the World Cup movie. Yeah. And uh, Brazil. I mean, another test for them of their confidence and resolve. Very unsyncopated. Yeah. Very lacking in ideas. This was yeah. a Mexican team that allowed Brazil to come onto them. And this is a Brazilian team which is really designed to counterattack. It feels wrong to criticise Brazil when we've just witnessed what England have done through two games. Uh, but we accept that England are crap. We, we hold Brazil to a higher standard. We think Brazil are the favourites to win the tournament. 
But a lot of Brazilian fans over here, I was speaking to some people uh, in the breakfast room today, Rog, they are a little bit concerned about what they're seeing from Brazil. The whole team doesn't seem to really connect together. Um, we've had questions about their back line uh, all year. Other than Thiago Silva, we've had questions about their other defenders. Certainly in midfield, Oscar is looking really good. Um, but they looked great at the Confederations Cup, Davo, when yeah. Paulinho was driving, propelling them forward, launching yeah. that counter, getting the ball to the protagonist, Neymar. Yeah. Uh, Paulinho's play seemed kind of careless. I mean, very English, actually, yeah. is how I'd describe right, it. Tottenham. And, uh, and Neymar, he's gone blonde. He looks like he's taken a photo of Megan Rapino to yeah. his barber and said, make, make it so. It worked for Scarlett Johansson going blonde. It worked for Marilyn Monroe. Will it do for Neymar? Yeah. And he spent the season kind of subjugating himself with his haircut, too. I've noticed he used to have crazy, ever-changing haircuts in Brazil. Uh-huh. Then he went to Barcelona. Got and took very conservative. To symbolize, yeah, I'm going to subjugate myself, just part of the team. And he had sensible hair, sensible hair when he was at Barcelona. And the blonding, yeah. which seems insignificant, I think it was his way of announcing, I'm back. The Neymar you know and love, the kind of showboating Neymar is back. Uh-huh. But he wasn't. And will he be? Um, we will see. Great, great tweet from at Tim J. Masterson. Uh, Men in Blazers, every crowd shot, I can't help but think, these people eat tiny, tiny bananas. Where Herrera, hashtag. Uh, yes, they do eat tiny, tiny bananas, all of these people. Uh, but it's a cracking game, Rog. On to the second game, Netherlands 3, Australia 2. What a game of football, World Rog. Cup classic, David. Gave us the best World Cup story so far, Rog. If it were the 15th century, which it sometimes feels like in Brazil, to be honest, they would write songs. They'd write ballads. They'd be songs that would be played on the lyre, they yeah. know, about that game. And again, as I was saying, if you'd not watched football before, ever, which a lot of you have not, a lot of the people who are tuning into Bob Lee's Panic Room on a daily basis, yeah. and you were forced to say, who's the best player in the world? Yeah. Would you say Neymar? Would you say Ronaldo? Would they be top of your list, David? <coughs> no, no way. You'd say probably... Tim Cahill, Tim after Cahill. that goal. Bloody hell, you'd say Tim Cahill. Give yeah. that man the blonde door. I mean, yeah. you describe that goal beautiful. Well, Robin scored down one end by doing something which shocked us, Rog. Yeah. He waved his dodgy flapper, and he did not cut inside. He, uh, he just took the ball early. He waved it. Defender got sucked into the vortex, and he just hit it immediately. You know, a minute later, straight from the kickoff. Straight from the kickoff. Ball goes out to uh, uh, Ryan McGovern, I believe his name is. And uh, he just floats the ball in, Rog. And over his shoulder, it comes over his sun shoulder. Sun in his eyes. Blind, sun, sun in, in his, his eyes. eyes. Left foot looking at the target. He wrong foot. just... Pff, wrong foot is any foot, not his head. <laughs> and he just volleys it straight into the crossbar grass roof of the net. An amazing, amazing finish. An amazing oh. World Cup goal. Just before it, they showed this Aussie, Aussie fan in a kangaroo hat. It looked yeah. like he'd severed an outback creature's head and stuck it on his own. Yeah. And I realised that is the Australian warlock. He made that happen. America, where is your warlock? Where is your warlock? Dispense him or her immediately to Manaus to get us through the test in the jungle Cahill, phenomenal, absolutely exquisite piece of play. I, I imagine Baz Luhrmann somewhere in Australia immediately putting a fresh piece of newspaper, a fresh piece of A4 paper into his typewriter, starting working on the musical film version of this World Cup campaign because they were very American, Davo. Yeah. They looked very American with this comeback. I imagine Hugh Jackman as Tim Cahill, Gibson as clumsy doom goalkeeper, Matty Ryan unable to get his little tiny sausage fingers to the ball, Nicole Kidman playing Matthew Leckie. 
Socceroos, what a great nickname, Dave. And Robin, let's have a word about Robin. World Cup of Bullmen, he has been the baddest bully of all, huh? Well, he's another great footballer. Sometimes because he's a loathsome human being, yeah. it's too much. But he's yeah. not a player who's easy to love if he's not time. on your own team. Yeah. But another, and what's happening at this World Cup, is that we are seeing some of the elite players in the world. We can talk about Suarez later. Um, certainly Van Persie for Holland. Uh, certainly for Muller for Germany, Rog. We're seeing some elite performances. That performance by Robin so far through two games. He's been amazing. And it's amazing to me. Team of the tournament. I went to the gym two days ago now. Yeah. Need to go back. Yeah, you do. And I went to the gym and I was the only person in there. David described our gym as it's, uh, think of the worst hotel gym you've ever been to. Those small little cramped, low overhanging roof spaces. Then and double Double up. it. Double, double up. That's so I'm it. in there on my own in the world's worst hotel gym. Yeah. And the guy that runs the gym, empty apart from me, he insisted on this huge screen they have, which yeah. I always hate, on watching Ingmar Bergman's Seventh Seal. Yeah. Um, in dubbed into Portuguese, very loud, incredibly loud. Uh-huh. And I realized at that scene where death meets Antonius Block, will you reveal your secrets? Death, I have no secrets. So you know nothing? I am unknowing. Whenever Robin scores and runs to the camera, yeah. puts his head right against the camera. I imagine, David, that is what, when we meet our maker, if you believe in Tariko, isn't it? <laughs> I own Robin's face. Death has a dodgy flapper. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Here's what I'm worried about. Flapper. Is I'm worried if that's a tenet of Tarikoism, mm-hmm. that in death we're going to have to be met by Iron Robin's <laughs> face, or, face or dodgy flapper. I'm not sure I want to believe in Tarikoism anymore. Do you believe in the truth? Yeah. Do you not believe no, that in should the truth? be hell. That's you've got to be evangelical, uh, an evangelical Tarikoist. You've got to say if you don't abide by the tenets of Tarikoism, when you die, that's what you will see. Email us at meninblazers yeah. at gmail dot com. There's a fast growing religion here. Yeah. It's evangelical, but it's we not need quite, to understand the tenets. We've not quite got the crap down yeah. yet. We, so we make need to help us make it. up the rules. The ten rules of Tarikoism. There's patches, World Cup patches available for the best ones. Best World Cup story so far, Rog. I'm referring to an Australian couple wanted to watch Spain versus Holland in Salvador, booked their trip, and they were sent to El Salvador instead. (laughs) Genius. You might want to sue that travel agent. By the way, quick one. Yeah. Hard-hitting question. Yeah. Cahill or RVP's goal? Best one of the World Cup. Your answer is Daniel Sturridge. Cahill's goal. Really? Yeah. Why? I just think that that is... It's a, it's, a, it's a shot that you've seen. I suppose it's sort of unfair. You've seen people attempt to score that goal so many times, and they never do. You've never seen anybody I score the goal sh- like go RVP, so RVP. I have nothing, I have I nothing to compare it to. I go RVP because it was just avant-garde imagination. Yeah, and, and he know, stuck the landing. At the end of the day, yeah, but do you know Struke. what? Do you know why I'm going to take it away from RVP? He stuck the landing, but he totally blew the high five yep. with Louis. Had he, had, he, had, he, had he executed the high five? I would have given a it A lot of him. you have tweeted us to say, to do the perfect high five, you always look at the elbow. I've never tried that. But oh, really? Just look we try at it? the elbow. Yeah. Look at the elbow. Wow, America. We've never, we've never, never. hit before. Never. That was... That's the best high five we ever did. Thank you, FIFA. You look at the elbow. That's amazing. Okay, Chile. Two. Spain. What? Nil. What? Let me read that again. I think there's a typo. Chile. Two. Spain. Th- th- nil. 
It really happened it yesterday, did, Rog. It did. Every the empire, end. Even the most powerful one must fall. Khmer Empire. Yeah. We don't talk about them so much. Not enough. The Canem Empire. Oh, neither them. The Kushes. The Kush oh, Empire. The Kushes. And Kush. so it goes for Spain. You said something fascinating to me this morning at breakfast. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about it. I was thinking Teams about it overnight. just corrode. You think about Roger Federer. He's a player who obviously has been an amazing tennis player. Number great one Roger. in the world. Great so, Roger. A great Roger. Number one in the world for so long. And he is... He is, he is towards the, I would say, the latter years of his career. He's not quite the dominant player he once was. But it moves slower in an individual sport. In a team sport, it's exponential. You lose one player, lose a little bit, another player loses a little bit. You lose your rhythm, you go and do it. And it can fall apart very, very quickly. Especially, it can fall apart where you're playing teams that play together as well as Holland and Chile. Chile, Rog, um, Many call them dark horses in the tournament. You and I have been speaking about Chile for a long time. We've referred to them as the Belgium of South America. But they don't have those all-star players like Belgium. Many of the Chilean players play in their domestic league. They have some terrific players like Alexis Sanchez. Sanchez. But um, they just play such team sucker. Team and all-in, attacking, confident. Oh, swarming. They move I mean, as a unit around I love your point about field. how teams just corrode, David. Yeah. Just implode. But it up. goes quickly. It I mean, goes quickly Yeah, like Nicolas Cage's movie career. One minute yeah. he's in Raising Arizona. Yeah. Next minute he's in Bad Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans. Yeah. But watching Spain, David, uh-huh. it was it was fascinating. Watching them, Casillas spent yeah. the liability. Yeah. Xavi and Piquet benched. Yeah. And then just knocking the ball around aimlessly in a style of play that can only be described as very, very English. It was like watching Robert Baratheon gored to death by a boring Game of Thrones. We should pay tribute to Spain, David. Yeah, we, we should. We should pay tribute to them. Since 2008, we have watched in awe as you played inimitable football. Yeah. Some have called it boring because it made victory, often a 1-0 victory, inevitable. Took away the suspense of sport, but that is to your credit. I say it's been an honour to watch your football with my own eyes. I don't think that the way you play will never, ever, Davo, in my lifetime, be repeated because it was forged in that youth experience. They've all played in the core of that team has played together since they were 13, 14. They had a telepathy and they depart in pain. But I think with their heads held high, amazing achievement. Well, tournaments are so hard to win, Rog. We talk about this all the time. You know, the best team doesn't necessarily win the World Cup every time, Rog. These are... Once we get out of the group stage, and even the group stage is only, you know, three games long for each team, you go into a knockout round. Single games, most of the time on neutral fields. Refs, we've already seen some very odd and inconsistent decisions. Um, goals, freak goals, goalkeeping howlers, amazing strikes, things happen. Nipples, we've seen a lot of nipples. <laughs> a lot of nipples. Too many but nipples. But it's, it's very random. So to win three tournaments in a row... And the Euros is a dog of a tournament. That's a hard tournament to win. Uh, no easy games at the Euros. Um, well, actually, it might be a little easier in the future now they're allowing 78 teams into it. <laughs> but it's a, uh, it's a very, very hard thing to do. 2008, 2010, 2012. And I don't think we should uh, take too much pleasure or allow anybody to take too much pleasure at them going out. Of course, Roger's joke does even make this Chelsea fans laugh that naturally in the dead rubber that is Spain versus Australia, uh, Fernando Torres is likely to score seven <laughs> and win the golden boot because no one scores more meaningless goals in the world than Fernando We, we imagine Torres. Fernando Torres in the end of his life living in a flat with lots of cats and all these like 
Bolonda or these goal scorer of the tournament trophies, which just look back at him and mock him. He won the Euro, he won the Euro one by scoring in just complete garbage time. He will win probably with the seven goals against Australia. I, I feel terrible for him. I will That's going to be Costa. okay. We've got Diego Costa. Yeah, he looks every bit uh, ready for Chelsea. Ha ha ha. Costa Resba. Costa Resba. Not the end of Spain. Yeah. To be clear, Isco, Koke, Thiago, Jesse, Morata. Yeah. Um, for, we should draw solace from the Chilean poet Pablo Neruda. Yeah. In the eyes of morning, the land of dreams begins. Yeah. But Premier League, prepare yourself for the Chilean influx, Dave. Yeah. Apparently Newcastle are rumoured already putting in a big uh, big money bid for Seabass. <laughs> but there are a lot of... There, there are a couple of Chileans already playing in the Premier League, Rog. Uh, and look, you look at Medell, he doesn't look so incredible. Uh, for his club team, Roger, oh, Cardiff. He's got I don't a think head that's an I, I know he looks triangle. good. He's got he an equilateral triangle for he a head. Dominate, I admire but it's, that. it's because this is a team sport, Rog. And as a team, they play together uh, so well. Uh, at Men in Blazers from Larry Turner. Updated Iberian Peninsula rankings. You love these. Number one, Gibraltar. Number two, <laughs> Andorra. Number three, Portugal. Number four, Spain. Wow. <sighs> I didn't realise that Andorra truth. was on the uh, Iberian Peninsula. I guess it is. We should do a just a whole ranking of all peninsulas to give it some context. Yeah, yeah that's a very good idea. Where Antigua and Barbuda are. Oh my God! I don't know that I can talk about this uh, right now, Rog, because we've already spoken about it in the boot room. But here we go. Uh, England one, Uruguay slash Suarez <sighs> two. Uh, otherwise known as Man United 1, Liverpool 2. I can't this feel game. my legs, David. They're number than the Uruguayans. England nipples. go out of the tournament. You know, sensational. Uh, Two sensational goals from Luis Suarez. Uh, fantastic finish uh, uh, in the box. Amazing header. RVP-ish, actually, header in the first he half. He made it look, his neck, didn't he? He made it look easy. Uh, second goal, heartbreaker off a Gerard mistake um, with minutes left to go in the game. Beautiful finish again with the outside of the foot. Uh, in between that, Rooney, Rog, finally has scored more goals World Cup of Ballman. Uh, in the World Cup <laughs> for England than either of us or any of you. Eight years of constipation. I, yeah. You know, as someone that thinks about constipation, my grandma Rita was constipated for as long as Wayne Rooney, eight years. I see nothing to have poke any fun about. I'm very happy for him. He did momentarily knock back the English press. Yeah. Get them off his back. I mean, this was a great game. At Jay Sick, he called it Nipples versus Nigels. I'm surprised yep. ESPN didn't market it like that, Dave. Yeah. What what, England, very interesting tactical change by Hodgson. Uh-huh. Making Rooney shave his neck hair yeah. before the game. At John Stalazek said. That was a good call. God shave the queen was his <laughs> comment. So we threw in our unsullied. We threw our young, untested guys, battle-hardened but untested, into, I guess, Uruguay must have been Marine. Um, in this uh, in this equivalent, and back came Suarez. Liverpool fans, I hope now you know how we all feel when we have to watch him play for you with all those teeth crammed into that mouth and half away. It was like one day get smart, bride wars all packed into one bloody game. England panicked, unsettled, desperate to dump the ball to Sterling and Sturridge's feet, but not quite sure how to get well, it in there. You know, when those guys playing with their back to goal the whole time, which is not really how they play football, I actually think that Sturridge particularly dealt with it very well, taking the ball with his back to goal the whole time and actually set up the first goal where, by winning a very, very tough ball and getting away from his uh, defender just over the halfway line, down the flank, passed it to Glenn Johnson. Glenn Johnson muscles it into the box for Rooney to finish. But it's not the way we're really set up to play football. England have a Big question to ask themselves, Rog, coming out of this tournament. Um, 
you know, huge pressure in the English media to pick the young guys, huge pressure to play attacking football. England's problem is not, I think that we had four very good forwards uh, attacking players playing for England today. I think Rooney is a very good player. He's not Van Persie world-class. He's not Robin world-class. He's not Suarez world-class. He's not he's a very world-class. He's, he's a very good footballer. World class. He's a very good footballer. I've got to tell you, you watch that guy running around the field today. I watch him as an England fan and the passion with which he plays football. I love it. I love watching him play football. And I think he deserves way more respect than he gets from, from many in the English media. And I thought Welbeck had a good game again. He, he worked super hard. Uh, Sturridge and Sterling. Sturridge particularly was outstanding. Sterling was very good. All of England's problems are in defensive midfield. They're in the centre. They're and at the back. We don't have enough warlocks. And our, and our goalkeeper is just truly insane. He's hope so low insane. English football has been built on defensive and midfield solidity. We can't throw that out just because we want to play a different kind of football moving forward. And I hope that that is the effort moving forward. We haven't. We've scored in both games. We've come back to tie both games. We've lost both games by conceding two goals. England are not a team that routinely concede two goals in matches, not in group stages of major tournaments. Some big questions, Dave. Yeah. Metaphysically, upon conceding a goal, Americans... What do they do? They immediately think that they're going to go down the other end and equalise or get a winner. Come on, gut it out, guys. Yeah. A million dollars. Hooray for us. Come on. Uh, we win England letting a goal. Yeah. We just, our shoulders slump. They're slumping yeah. anyway. Yeah. They slump even more. Oh, so how English? Yeah. Oh, God. God. Yeah. Going to lose yeah. another one. We've going the out of another tournament. Yeah, bloody hell. History of And you know what's going to happen tomorrow, Rog, is I guarantee the papers won't round on Rooney for, and I know you feel like he missed too many chances, but I think he, he, he had a great game. Um, the papers will round on Roy Hodgson. Like it's a so, old walrus unable so to move, predictable. being surrounded so by Russian hunters with their bloody clubs. Yeah. I and, can't watch Dave. He's and the I last think, decent man in England. Please I, do not desecrate his memory. I do think that he left... Um, I do think he left our two best defenders, most experienced tournament defenders at home. You can think what you like about John Terry and Ashley Cole as humans, but as footballers, they've been very, very good. Ashley Cole, even if you can't stand the idea of John Terry or you're going to pretend that he was in international retirement and he could have been, couldn't have been goaded back into it with a, just one phone call. Ashley Cole has barely been an England game over the last five years that I can remember when Ashley Cole has not been our best player on the field. And I think he should have been here. And I'm sorry, I know you love Leighton Baines. He's had a terrible tournament so far. Rob. One of many... One of many in those jerseys, which are like chainmail. He never should have cut them down, deprived them of ideas. Um, And and you do beg the question, the big old walrus is going to be clubbed mercilessly by the English media. Who would want to be England manager? Who would want that job, Davo? We just asked Roberto Martinez that question. And he said, someone who has the power to come in and say... I want this job for six years. It's going to be a project. It's going to take time. We need an idea. We need an identity. A national identity. Sounds very much like... Well, it sounds like Jurgen Klinsmann, what he said to the US team. But it sounds like what Roberto Martinez is doing at Everton. It's a shame that he's not going to be available. He did also say, talked about uh, England central midfield and the point he made about Gareth Barry, a player who I do think Everton's best player for England uh, was not here. I think he absolutely should have been here. Great central uh, midfielder. Uh, um, one of my favourite quotes about England, which annoys Davo as much as Davo talking about Ashley Cole and John Terry annoys me. <laughs> Steve Coogan. You can't blame Guardian. them. No one can blame John he Terry says, and Ashley Cole this says, time, The Rush. British get more pleasure. Steve Coogan, the actor-comedian, the British get more pleasure from seeing other people fail 
than ourselves succeed. And if that is true, and I believe it is, Davo doesn't believe it's it is. It's not true of me or any member of my family. If that's true. So the British, apart from the Davo, yeah. get more pleasure from seeing other people fail than the, uh, get more people from seeing other people fail than ourselves succeeding. Do you agree with that then, if, if, if we take your family out of it? Well, no, but do you feel like that? I do. Looking do at you take me, more pleasure? I'm not British. Uh, you are British. No. I've, I've looked, seen your emotion. You're almost in tears no, at the end of this game today, English, American. I know. American. I, you, I'm as American as Larry Hagman. Yeah, well, you will be if they advance out of the group yeah, stage. Yeah, I am. We're going to talk about that. If America get out of the group stage, I'm going to become an American citizen. Davo is going to get a tattoo. I think that's quite English, is I think you should be guaranteeing to become an American citizen. If you believe it in your heart, you're American. It shouldn't be... I love the American It, country, it should not and be... And the people. Uh, and the idea. <laughs> and the history. It should not and be and contingent upon and how they perform in an international and the soccer Chicago Bears economy 985. in Brazil. You should just say apple pie. Okay, because so, every time I keep saying Devo, he keeps telling me he's going to get a tattoo of size the day down. I am arm. getting that. And as he goes, but that's I'm going to do that anyway. It's not contingent. It's not contingent. Well, I'm maybe... getting my size the day tattoo. But if what Steve Coogan says is true, then the English yeah. are going to like this World Cup very think, much now. They're going to see lots of people fail. Go I on. think it's true about Steve Coogan. I think that's the only thing I'm definitely sure of. <laughs> uh, okay, Rog. USA. Oh, let's USA. talk about something USA. joyful. USA, let's go about my country. My country, tears of thee. Yeah. USA. Fantastic win. I mean, as Alexi Lala said, it was American. They dominated possession, Rog, for the first 29 seconds. Clint Dempsey cuts in from the left, scores an amazing, amazing goal, stun Garner, and then basically they sit back and defend for uh, the next uh, hour and a bit. Uh, finally, Garner scored a really beautifully worked goal uh, right through the same part of the penalty area that Clint Dempsey charged through, uh, put the ball past Timmy Howard. But what happens, Rog? What do Americans do? What do Americans do? Americans Even once born on air bases, why can't there be more English servicemen? They had the Air Force bases. Why didn't we have any yeah. kids like John Brooks? Goal, born goal scorers. Yeah. Born goal scorers. But finally, and, John and Brooks comes in right at the end. Beautiful knocks moment. that ball. Beautiful moment. Amazing moment for U.S. A soccer. Young, beautiful guy who knocks was, it in. Did, USA win. It was surprised to make the 30. Yeah. After his game in Cyprus against Ukraine, when uh -huh. he partnered with Gooch and had a very bad game. The yeah. two of them, no communication. Uh -huh. I remember. Was written off. Came Feral into the donkeys. 30. Was I mean worked so hard. In camp, I've told this story before, he has two tattoos yep. on his elbows, one of his home city, Berlin, uh -huh. where I was born, with a little star where his house in Berlin is. Yep. And then on his other elbow, he has, as he calls it, Illinois, a map of Illinois. Illinois. With a star over Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. As he calls it. No, in la cara. His dad and his, lots of his family are. He's a beautiful young bloke. I mean, a powerhouse that a lot of English Premier League teams are rumoured to be looking at. Um, at Dominic, when he scored that goal, he just ran around and then threw himself on the floor and buried his head in the turf, Davo. You got a feeling of a kid that just couldn't believe what he had just had the chance to do. And well, that is no, I don't. Beautiful. See, I think that's an English belief. About I loved him. it. He had the loved dream it. that he was going to do that, and he just executed his dream. It's creative visualisation. But more it's than anything, stuff. just look at the flow of it. He's been plucked by Jürgen Klinsmann. He couldn't yeah. believe he got that call. He came yeah. in. It's a dream. It's a wonderful dream. And he just, I mean, he could not believe what he had just done. And it's my other point. We've had three things that we've we have been talking about for years that need to happen in the U.S. men's national team. They need to find, you know, great defenders. We need to know who's going to be their back four. 
need to have an established back four. We've got to find somebody to step up behind Dempsey and Donovan and Bradley to be stars on this team. Yeah. And we need to know where the goals are coming from up front. From um, that man. And it's all John Brooks solved Brooks. all three questions uh, with one, one header. At Dominic from one Red, set piece. do we have confirmation John Brooks is related to 1980 Olympic hockey coach Herb Brooks? We do. do. Yeah. 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 Herb is his uh, granddad. Oh, wow. Mel, Mel Brooks is his dad. Yeah. Albert Brooks is his uncle. Yeah. Garth. Yeah. His brother. Oh, wow. Uh, Brooks Brothers, his family <laughs> business. Whoa. And I have to say, he's been seen when he was picked. For the uh-huh. 23, a lot of pundits, American pundits, said he was garbage. They uh-huh. said, this is one for the future. To This whole squad is for 2018. It's not for now. Well, the future is now. And I do wonder, do you think Jürgen's vindicated? How do you think Jürgen feels about that win? Because, yeah, there was Fabian with the pass um, that set up the corner that got Brooks the goal, two of his reclamation projects. And he'll definitely love the three points. He'll love beating Ghana, the team that undid his two predecessors. I mean, he'll dread playing with no Josie. Mr. June slash July um, is now gone. But don't you think he'll be furious about the style of play, Dave? I mean, just um, eight shots, um, 57 completed passes in the final third. Pass completion rate, a meager 54%. Yeah. In the f- when, you're ra- when you're not emotional about this win. Yeah. Rationally, how do you how do you feel? Well, look, I we think still number one, good they I, are, we right? still don't know. Number one, I think he's going to be delighted with the win because that is the only stat that ultimately matters. Rog, the final score, who gets the points, go to the U.S. men's national team. Um, but I do think there are some questions about. I mean, the reality is is that the team didn't stay in the formation that Jurgen has been playing. They didn't stay in the diamond. Bradley sat back. He came out of the tip of the diamond and he came back and they just sat back and played two in central midfield. The larger formation question, as we've heard Alexi and Taylor speaking about every night on World Cup tonight, is what they're going to do up front. And this is the, you know, with with no Josie against Portugal, um, actually neither team really has a, a recognised striker now going into that game. Um, what are they going to do? And I imagine they're going to play Dempsey up front, uh, up top. Uh, but to me, I understand why so many people are saying, doesn't this beg the question, that Donovan should have been the plan B? I understand why people are asking the question. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately, um, Jürgen wants to have a fast-paced 90-minute team. I did say Landon in training looked like Landon's head on my body. <laughs> and I, do, I think like we're talking about a Landon that does not exist currently. A different in that Landon. It's a real, it's an, that's an emotional gut yeah. reaction, not a real one. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'd say that I love this conversation about the Americanness of the team, David. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you this. We've laughed about this. They are very American. Is Americanness? Yeah. Is that innately American to the American team? Or can other teams have American performances? Well, I thought the Belgians were very American against Algeria, who are quite American themselves. The Swiss were very the Algerian. Swiss, but that winning last... a game in injury time, that's bloody American. I thought the Uruguayans were quite American today, coming back after England and Maybe even Australianism is a form of play that even Americanism should aspire to, David. No, because Australia didn't win. Yeah. There's no point <laughs> in being American and then not winning. American equals winning. Because you could look at this team. We still do not know how good they are. We said until they get but to the, the World Cup, we will not know how good they are. We still, after this win, we do not know how good they are. they don't know how good they are or how not good they are. They have no idea 
They just believe in themselves completely. They have a manager who believes in them and fills their heads with belief. And they're Americans. They God darn it. Go into Manaus. And they're going to go out. They go into Manaus. They go into Manaus against Portugal. Cristiano Ronaldo limping around. Dodgy knee. The emotionalism now, I just would warn us against too much emotionalism. The fact that we won the first game does not, as many people are now saying, mean we will naturally see more of the ball yeah. against Portugal in Manaus. Yeah. Uh, that people are saying the loss of Josie is bigger than the loss of Contrao. Contrao is a massive, massive player from Portugal. They will miss him unbelievably. He's a phenomenal footballing player. But these still are very good Portuguese players. They're not the greatest Portugal team of all time. They lack a true dynamic midfielder. You could argue we do too. It's yeah. still going to be an incredible slugging kind of trench warfare in that midfield. We will not see Michael Bradley play as badly or as subpar as he did in the first game in the second but game. But we also won't see Cristiano Ronaldo play as poorly in a second game in so a row. It is finally, finally poised. I but love we know what happened in 2002, Rog. We do. Please, God, we're over. You've got to worry, Dave. You've got to worry. Talking about worries. I'm worried, frankly, about soccer, <laughs> Rog. Yeah. Getting too big yeah. in America. Now that Matt Lauer and Tiffany Amber Thiessen are like singing know, the praises. Where do they get celebrities and athletes? athletes. It's Thiessen you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. Soccer was always bigger than Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Kobe yeah. was down here, Rog. Yeah. I think soccer is getting just too... It's getting maybe a bit, a bit too big. Yeah, I'm not See, sure what if I worry about in love that. with soccer or if they're just in love with Bob Lee and Tariko, <laughs> the, the Pavarotti and Dominguez of, of But see, football. I'm worried that if soccer gets big, we won't get away with any of our suboptimal crap yeah. anymore. Yeah, they I mean, we're they're... allowed to be suboptimal <sighs> because Horse, we're covering stable, gate-bolted, a, a not very popular sport. Well, can we just give some props to Tough Clint? Yeah. Great question from William Thomas. If Thomas Muller, the guy who took the bizarre headbutt that got Pepe sent off. Yeah, good acting. Uh, if he took Academy that, Award if stuff. If he took that kick I to the face. I believe that uh, Universal Pictures are looking at him right now for a couple of rolls. If, if Thomas Muller took the kick to the face that Clint Dempsey took in the Ghana game, yeah. would he be out of hospital before or after the start of the 2018 <laughs> World Cup? Amazing. Good one. Even more amazing is that Clint Dempsey appears to be using the entire 2014 World Cup just as a promotional platform to further his musical career. Yeah, that rap single is something else, Rog. Yeah, and popping. We analysed the lyrics to It's Popping on our show yesterday. If yeah. you want to listen to that again. It's on, everything's on ESPNFC.com, we actually way, all the content we We wanted Bob there. Lee to read them like that William Shatner spoken word. Well, but that may or may not have been overruled by by some... It went. We heard it went very high up. Yeah, very high at, up the food at chain. ESPN slash... ABC slash Disney. They didn't it want might Bob have Lee gone to do all it. the way to the top. But he desperately wants to do it, and we yeah. will make it happen. I will say, Clint, I know you listen to the pod. Yeah. Stop it. There's no better way to like probably sully your goodwill that you have now won with the American population than dropping these very poor rhymes. You will never, ever do rhymes that are better than Kid Rock, American Badass, No Rogaine no Rogan and the Propane Flows, The Chosen One. I'm the living proof of the gift of the gab from the truth of the city. I jabbed and stabbed and knocked critics back, and I did not stutter when I said that. You will not do better. You will not do better. Please, God, your team will do better, Davo. Sure, I've been called a xenophobe, but the truth is I'm not. I honestly just feel that America is the best country, and the other countries aren't as good. That used to be called patriotism. Kenny Power said that, Davo. Oh, 
God, that's a great American. Uh, Dan Clark, GFOP, submitted his own Dempsey. Rhyme, Rog. Uh, John Boy's kick that broke your nose was aiming for your mouth. Now we suppose that sick beat you laid down, he must have heard. He kicked you in the face to protect the world. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that Clint Two's. I thought it was quite good. You did? Yeah, I thought it was quite good. We have very different. Yeah, I thought very it was quite good. Very different take. I thought it was quite good. I think... Hip-hop. The I tell you, he is better at rapping than any rapper I've ever seen playing football. Snoop Dogg. He's the best combo Snoop Dogg. footballer rapper quite good at the in the world. Sports. He is? Yeah. I know, but that's that's not real football, Roger. It isn't. I hate, to, I hate to break it Don't to you. Don't deprive me. I still I thought I was going to get an international I think the call. US are going to be fine, by the way. I think they're going to get a result against Portugal, and then I think they might even get a result against Germany. Last thing I'll say on this, Dave, is we are yeah. both beyond moved watching the games with the US playing with 20,000 yes. Americans in the stadium. That's the real victory. Can I tell you whatever happens in this World Cup? I don't believe that the US are going to win it all. But I believe, But I do believe they're going to make us very, very proud. And I do believe that this is the reason that US are going to win the World Cup before England win a World Cup, Rog, again, is that um, the US has the right mentality in sport and they are finding great young soccer players and they're mm. doing this thing. England have great young soccer players, yep. but then they go into this mentality. They go into the Premier League season. They have all of these problems getting first-team games. It's just it's, the development is all wrong. In the US, we're starting to get the development right. We've definitely got the mentality right. I think Jürgen has done a very, very good job. I think it's all going to be fine. But it's a... I feel just very, very positive about where soccer is going in America. And the fact that there are so many Americans down here. 20,000 people came down here. Everywhere we go, Rog, in Rio, we are being stopped. And people are... And it's not that they're recognizing us. It doesn't mean anything. We we actually feel every time people stop us and recognize us, we actually thank you, our GFOPs, for listening to us. We You're our heroes. We love every tweet, every, every email. Single, every, every single, single part of it. Everything. But it's that... It's a footballing uh, culture. Footballing culture is starting to happen you, here. You, in it's, a more, really, it's more than really starting to happen. It's absolutely flourishing. You look, at Grand Park. you look at Grand Park Chicago yeah. during the game, and it wells me up. I remember. And look at the rating. I said this on the ESPN FC. I, I watched 94 World Cup, which was a World Cup of visiting the stadium. But yeah. if you weren't at the stadium, no one watched the games. I was yeah. in the Woodlawn Tap in Hyde Park, Chicago, watching games on my own on Univision yeah. with just the busboys watching. No one else cared. And to see Hyde Park, to see Grand Park, Chicago, full ten thousand people in, in Grand Park, Chicago, it is an amazing, giddy thrill about how things are building here. And you didn't just get one sports centre highlight clip like last time, the Algeria yeah. goal. You've already got two, and I say that flippantly, but I also say it with great truth. My wife keeps sending. Well, it's quite hard to be away from home for this extended period of time. My wife keeps sending me photos of our kids. All four of mine are wearing U.S. jerseys every single day, U.S. tracksuits every day. And I said to my wife, it's the first time they've really had anything to be proud of when they pull on. They weren't alive in 1950 when you won 1-0. They weren't alive in we 2002. We do game enough. They weren't alive in 1930 when you got yeah. to the... Semi-finals, yeah, third semi-finals. place. So... Uh, they do. They pull these jerseys on with pride, with giddiness, with joy, and it just makes us believe what you are building will please yeah, God no, be unstoppable. It'll be amazing. That's the real victory of this World Cup. It doesn't. It, that's that's where we're going to be right, Rog. Whatever happens, the US will win this World Cup because the US have won it with the most fans. They've changed the culture of their country in this World Cup in the way that no other country has been changed 
by football Tariqoism. and bravo. Tariqoism. It's all that. To the Toucans. Uh, to the Toucans. Everybody, I tell you, Ravens aren't very big down here, Rog. They well, love Toucans. Uh, we're going to buy a couple of those. Yeah, we are going to bring uh, them back. Yeah, we're they have bring dual toucans in our... Can I tell you, there's this guy who lives down uh, my new street in New York. Yeah. And he uh, dresses very properly, rides a bike every day to work. And I noticed that he goes everywhere with a parrot on his uh, on his shoulder. <laughs> it's just an interesting effect. He's he's not... Maybe he'll be the New England manager. I don't England think he's manager. any older than me. Maybe, I'd actually say he's probably more like Maybe he might like want to be the New England like, manager, David. Yeah, he's young. He's, he's interesting. Proper bonkers what kind of a guy do you think would wear a parrot on his shoulder? Um, is it the same parrot every time, or is I it one so. that he's taking to slaughter? It's not an accessory. It's not like I'm going to wear a green parrot with this suit and a blue parrot with this suit yeah. and a yellow parrot with this suit. I think it's the same one. High priest, high, it could be our warlock that we're yeah. looking for. If you are the warlock of the U.S. team, get the two Manawas to the Toucans. Yeah, here we go. Ian Mann from Atlanta, Georgia. Dear Rod and Davo, thank you for travelling thousands of miles to Rio to hang out in Bobley's panic room. Will you ever actually go to a game, or are you locked in that broom closet forever? <sighs> well, to be Why kept... would we want to go to games, Rod, <laughs> when we can sit in this room? Until we got your letter, we didn't actually know the World Cup was happening here in Brazil. Yeah. But we'll look into it, and if anyone's listening, could you send us a crowbar or maybe a lockpick yeah, or whatever it is? See if we'll, we can, we'll see what see we can, if do. We can get it. I do believe we will be going to some games at some point. Frankly, the schedule has been a little brutal. We've it's been, been making savage. a lot of content. Roger's been writing a huge amount. I've written a couple of pieces. Roger's been... Um, we've been doing the boot room. We've been doing cupcakes previews. been doing Mike and Mike. I'm going to go on Mike and Mike tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Although, by that point, this will already have happened, so it would have been... I will have been on Mike and Mike Mike and Mike and David. And, um, and Mike. <laughs> and then... Uh, Mike and Mike and then Mike. We, and then we prepare for World Cup tonight every night when we go out on the beach or sometimes in the studio, which we don't like quite as much, and we go and do World Cup tonight every night. And it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Actually, going to games and watching football... Even watching football on TV takes away from all the time we have to do the work. But your on the tweets, World Cup. your Photoshop, your Photoshops are amazing. Your everything yeah. keeps yeah, us we love going. Everything. It's like fuel for the old engine. Keeps us going. Another Raven, Rog. I love this one. Shlomo Golshirazian. Maybe he's uh, uh, could be Jewish. Well, you can hope, Rog. Uh, to meninblazers at gmail.com. I went. I love this one. I went on a foot. This is under the category of I love men. David loves men. I went on a first date with a lady the other day. <laughs> I love the word lady. Lady. She was beautiful, funny, and intelligent. We shared delicious cold drinks on a hot summer afternoon in D.C., and everything was grand. Then we started talking about the World Cup, and this happened. I'm not rooting for the U.S., she says. Aren't you American? I asked. Yes, she said, in a confused manner, as if it was weird that I would ask, that I would question her rooting interest. Well, then, why aren't you rooting for the U.S.? I said. I don't know. I just don't think they can win, and I like Italy. Um, it was at this moment I knew I was never going to see this lovely, <laughs> charming, intelligent, beautiful girl again. Come on, Von Trapps. Courage, Shlomo. Now, that's why you should you. never take Hope Solo out on a date, Shlomo. She's crazy. But I would, this is what I would say, yeah. is that I would love to believe that this woman was a 10 I have a feeling she was like a 6.1. And therefore, that might have had something to do with it. You think? Yeah. I love that story. Just to be candid, mm -hmm. I don't think, like clubs, we deal with a lot during the English Premier League season, who to support, reasons for support, developing emotional connections. Yeah. Do you agree, if you are born in a country, that unless you have kind of second generation connectivity to a different country, 
you don't ask the question, who should I support? I think you don't just it's like a pick little a team that you kind of like. It's not I, like yeah, the Premier League. Yeah, I do believe that, like you, Rog, who has really fallen in love with this U.S. men's national team, and you've fallen in love deeply with this country, and you're Ford raising sometime. your children. Your children are Americans. Americans. They really are. Um, that uh, for you, I can see why it's changing. I also don't think there's anything wrong um, with people who move here who don't completely support the American team, who still support the land, uh, the country that they're from. They're oh, I from. agree with I that. I don't think there's anything wrong I with that with either. That. Um, I think it's a little odd when people suddenly, who have no real connection with another country, decide that, oh, I like Italy, and so I'm just going to support them. I actually like Italy a lot, as you know. Uh, I we still believe think. that Mr. Rossi is my father. I love that Siena's team. Siena's my favourite city very, in the world. Well. It's not in America. And uh, if England and the US are out, I would be, I'd probably be backing Italy. But it's, it's not the same. It's not the same, Rog. Um, anyway, that's it, Rog. We've got a massive game at yeah. the weekend. A huge game. The United States against Portugal. Michael Bradley, if you're listening, massive. turn this off. Turn yeah. this off. Sleep. By the time uh, Kyle, this airs, England stay awake. might Play already be out of the World Cup. A draw... Uh, between Costa Rica Mix. and Italy, or a win for Costa Rica would we love uh, would put England out of the World Cup. Uh, that's it, Rog. It is, Dave. Tune in every day. We're yeah. doing so much stuff. Yeah, after the big game every day, we go into the boot room, we come to Bobby's Panic Room, we, we, we do a, a, a 30, 35 minutes in here. Cupcake previews every day. World Cup tonight, every night. Instagram, at Many Blazers, at uh, Rog Bennett, at Embassy Davies. Uh, we really love you guys. We're moved, moved by uh, by all of uh, the contact, all the engagement you're making with us. Thank you. Wet Herrera, David. Warpig. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Men in Blazers ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Okay, so if you had a time machine, how far mm-hmm. in time would you need to go back to be a dominant basketball player of that era? <laughs> I need to go to when Bob Cousy was playing. Back in, would, in the plumber 27 days? 27-year-old Shay would give Bob Cousy the f***ing business. <laughs> He's not guarding me. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the best. Each week, Shay and I are combing through all of the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling ones, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. Follow six trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Six Trophies ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.